I need to get this thing solved. And I want the concept of anti-aging is very attractive to me. Anything like how to stay young and healthy and not just be, stay around forever, but also to be young as long as I can, right. keep my hair, keep my youth, keep my sexual vitality. All those things are important. And I would say let's uh, they stay in the realm of anti-aging. So stem cells are exciting in the field of anti-aging. So let's talk about that. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior Podcast, Doctor's Edition. One of the fastest growing regenerative medicine and anti-aging podcasts in the world. Each and every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk to the top experts to show doctors how to market, manage, and magnify their practice to help more people and make more money. Each episode is short and to the point without wasting your time with pointless conversation. Learn the skills to be successful without traveling to seminars or paying for expensive consulting fees. Are you ready? Because I am. I'm Dr. Ross Carter, and it's time to start the Regenerative Warrior Podcast now. Before we begin, you may have noticed that exosomes have started to become, say, the future of regenerative medicine. But before some uneducated or even unethical sales rep tells you that their product is the best, you should do your own research. I've done mine, and if you want to add exosomes to your practice, text the letter X to 561-962-1231. Again, 561-962-1231. On with the show. Welcome to the Regenerative Warrior podcast and show now. My name is Dr. Ross Carter, and I'm here with Dr. Ortiz. What I'd like to focus in on is really uh, the concept, uh, something that's, I'm about to turn 50 years old, and I want to stay forever young. As long as I can, everybody does. But when you hit 50, especially, is when you're like, you're making more decisions health-based to do things to turn back the hands of time. When you're 35, 30s, you know, you want to stay young, but you haven't seen what happens when you hit 50 and things don't work like they should. Things suddenly just break down. You never knew it was coming. Suddenly you have an issue that you never would have thought about. So it's more in the minds of people that are, you know, starting to be in their 40s and 50s are like, okay, I need to get this thing solved. And I want the concept of anti-aging is very attractive to me. Anything like how to stay young and healthy and not just be, stay around forever, but also to be young as long as I can, right. keep my hair, keep my youth, keep my sexual vitality. All those things are important. And I would say let's uh, they stay in the realm of anti-aging. So stem cells are exciting in the field of anti-aging. So let's talk about that. How do stem cells help somebody stay younger or prevent the aging process, or do they help with that? Sure, they do. Basically, it all comes to your immune system. By modulating your immune system, basically your cells will perform a lot better. Now, when you say modulating the immune system, that's interesting. What does that mean, actually? Well, basically, your body is constantly being under inflammatory stress or inflammatory production of this cytokines or markers. Yes. Basically, what happens is your everyday wear and tear. Yes. Because there's going to be a moment in which it's going to collect or to present you a, a bill. Oh. So that's basically like the general consent, or that's how I understand it. <laughs> About 25, maybe 30 years of age, your natural production of cells pretty much plateaus and uh, then tends to decrease gradually. Okay. So it will not match your everyday wear and tear 
versus the actual ability of your repair mechanisms to cope with such demand is demand. So you basically say as you get older, your demand goes up, the repair sales goes down. down. So we hit a threshold of where there's more demand than there is repairability. Exactly. So I'm in that threshold, I would say. Almost. Almost. Okay. Almost. That's why when you're 20, you're actually able to get wasted and then the next day you go to college or to school looking very fresh. Right. And if I have one drink, I'm down for about a week. And when you're 35, then you have maybe a beer and you're falling asleep in the table. And that's exactly the reason why. It's not that you can't, but the speed in which your body is actually dealing with such demand or such job is not coping with what is actually being done. I got you. Okay, great. So it modulates the immune system, which in regular term means... To decrease the inflammation of the body. Exactly. Okay, I got it. Chronic inflammation, that's... That's really what ages us, right? Is the inflammation. Got it. So we get more cells that are producing inflammatory um, factors, especially things like senescent cells, for example. Yeah. So let's go into that. So tell us about how you help these conditions. Basically, the best administration is done through an IV. Okay. An intravenous infusion of cells. I personally like to infuse in adults around... 200 million stem cells, pure mesenchymal stem cells harvested from umbilical cord tissue. So you're using someone else's cells, you're using umbilical cord tissue, and you're expanding those cells, right? Right. So, for example, if you use my own cells from my body, from bone marrow or something like that, how many mesenchymal stem cells could you get out of that at my age? That will depend on the amount of marrow collected. Mm -hmm. And that will depend on the stage that we harvest the cells, because if we are going to use mononuclear cells, which is the red ones, once you harvest, uh, you collect the bone marrow, I'd rather expand them. Right. Give it some time up to the point that you get mesenchymal and you can actually achieve the numbers or as close as possible to the numbers that you're looking for. Right. But even so, the cells will be senescent. They will be getting slightly older and the quality may go down. Right. That is the reason why we encourage our patients, adult patients who are coming for anti-aging treatments, for example, to make use of the cells that we have in the bank. Because usually the stage in which you're collecting the cells, yes, it's more or less the equivalent when you are 15 or 16 years of age. Ah, okay. So it's a big difference. It's a big difference in terms of quality and quantity. Now, I've heard so much in the United States that the cells that are harvested from placental tissue there are they're very low quality quantity if they're even alive have you heard of those things as well i've heard of those things and first of all from my medical brain i don't think it's ethical for me to admit an opinion on a product that i do not know yes However, what I do know is some of the regulations present there. So it's not the same a stem cell therapy versus a cell-based treatment. Right. Okay. The right product. Right. Because in the United States, if listeners don't know, the use of mesenchymal pure stem cells infused in an IV, which is a systemic approach, Mm -hmm. is not FDA permitted. Yes. Obviously, there is always going to be someone who is doing it. Yes, of course. But uh, for the FDA, it's not well accepted. Yes. And to be able to even get those things, I mean, a company has to be breaking the law. Exactly. Exactly. But that's that's not the case where we are now. No. No, we do have regulations. We require at least four licenses because we need licenses for banking. We need licenses to, to manipulate them. We even need a license even to administrate 
an IV saving solution. So that's how much we need to comply here to be actually able to provide the treatment legally here. Gotcha. So when I was working with uh, Wharton's jelly or tissue bait, I mean, the amount of cells that you could get out of those things, and this is just cells, would be in the one to two million total cells, which weren't even mesenchymal. The amount of mesenchymal were probably less than 30% of those cells, if you're using Wharton's jelly, for example. Perfect. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because that is something that either your audience or even the people who is inquiring for treatment need to understand. Maybe not going into full details, but it's important to mention that there is a difference between the type of products that you may find, whether if it's nowadays you can find even over-the-counter stem cells. Maybe it sounds ridiculous. Yes. It's not even related to what you can find in the U.S. or in a lab or here, for example. But nowadays, everything is being labeled as a stem cell. (laughs) And uh, that is actually evaluating the research, not the treatment. The treatment will depend on what you're looking for and the type of patient that is, is looking for this. But fighting against this misinformation is the most important thing. Yes. So if I come here to get an infusion, what is the typical procedure that's done for anti-aging wellness for an adult? Basically, if we use the stem cells that we have in the bank, the umbilical cord cells, it's very easy for the patient because we perform a physical evaluation, especially here in Mexico, it's almost a protocol for everyone who is above 40 years of age. Yes. Regardless that you have or don't have a history of any disease. Yes. You need to have an EKG, you need to have a chest Mm X-ray. So what we try to do is provide a full checkup of that patient. Okay. If it's a rookie player, doesn't matter. Okay. Right. So we also CBC can full 32 element comprehensive panel if it's uh, male patients, testosterone. If it's ladies, female hormone panel. Sure. Thyroid function, rheumatoid panel. Cortisol, very yes. important. And once we have that, we kind of know we have a baseline of that patient for the future. Then the second day, what we do is infusing the first half of the treatment, the first 100 to 110 million steps of IV. Mm-hmm. The actual infusion takes regularly about maybe an hour and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I personally like to go slow because the cells start working with your immune system immediately. So if you go too fast, the patient may feel a little bit dizzy or the patient may feel a bit tired or the patient is going to feel a bit, they can trigger a peak of a fever, maybe, I don't know, 100.5 or so. Oh, goodness. So it, yeah, that would be bad. No, 100.5. Oh, I was going to say 105. No, no, no. Yeah, this person needs an ice bath. No, no, no. It's 100.5. It's, it's not that much. Okay, yeah, a little bit. But if, if they shiver once, it's, yeah. it's just a matter for them to understand that everything is under control. Okay. Sorry to interrupt the show. If you want to add exosomes to your practice and would like some guidance, text the letter X to 561-962-1231. Again, that's 561-962-1231. On with the show. Got it. When everything is done, we take them back to their hotel and day three, we proceed with the second half of the treatment, usually the same amount of cells. Now, depending on what the patient is looking for, even in the same protocol, there are patients that ask, hey, I'm having issues with the hair, for example. Okay. So if the patient is willing to go through the discomfort or the slight discomfort, we can administer micro injections of the stem cells 
to the scalp. Okay. That way you can actually provide nurture or provide blood flow into the follicle, trying to preserve as much as possible both the hair and the strength of the hair. Beautiful. So uh, in ladies, there are ladies that want to have the very famous vampire lifting. The vampire, so we yes. Can, for that one, we try to combine maybe 60, 40, or 70, 30 stem cells with plasma mm-hmm. in order to inject it. It triggers an immediate inflammation. The stem cells start working against the inflammation. So that's why it immediately it looks very glowy or very shiny or very soft and tender, the skin. So it's part, it's like a complement for the treatment. In the meantime, they are having the infusion. Mm-hmm. Finally, at the end of this infusion, it's also having an interview with the patients. The patients who are coming for treatment, for anti-aging treatment, usually are very educated regarding what they want to do or what they are doing for their health. So we try to complement that maybe with nutritional assessment. There are cases in which the patient is very busy because it's, I don't know, the business or travel or all this stuff, and they don't have access or they are limited regarding diet. So we may suggest, for example, intermittent fasting, which is very useful also for inflammation. There are some other patients that like, I don't know, maybe bodybuilding. Uh, We have a doctor in here that is very into that area, so he can suggest a specific plant regimen for protein use and muscle repair. Mm -hmm. There are other patients that, I don't know, history with some neurological issues. Well, it's been proven that ketogenic diet is very neuroprotective. So we may suggest a a list of dishes or maybe actions to move forward into that area. The idea is trying to help our patients to thrive without failing in the middle. Mm. I mentioned this. I'm going to give you quickly an example. There is always a patient with type 2 diabetes, very common nowadays. Everybody sees as a regular thing, which it should not be like that. And when they go to the doctor, the first thing that they tell to the patient is, you need to lose weight because you are overweight, a.k.a. fat. I don't like to think that way because you need to tell them something that they don't know. I'm pretty sure that even at home, wife, husband, family, somebody else is going to tell you, you need to drop some weight. And that is not the best way to do it. You need to guide the patient, divide the diet into weeks or months or so, in order that after 90 days, that patient looks back and say, I quit soda, I reduced simple carbohydrates, I don't know, I eliminated gluten or bread or something like that. I'm feeling better. My AC1 is going down. My insulin needs are going down. So, and actually the patient is losing weight. So our concept is helping our patients, even if they are very healthy, Mm -hmm. to try to go through this transition of what they are trying to achieve smoothly. Because if they don't, I personally believe that it's nature, it's human nature, that if you don't see results, especially nowadays that you have information in, in the tip of your fingertips, yeah. if you don't achieve results in three days, you give up. So we are trying that. We are trying to encourage our patients not to give up in the middle. Right. Okay. Interesting. All right. So who are the best people for these type of procedures, this anti-aging reduction of inflammation for a stem cell? What kind of people would you say it's the best for? Everyone who is willing to go through this journey. I mean, sorry, but uh, for example, I like to have a conversation with patients prior, even their decision of having a treatment. Yes. If that patient says, hey, you know what, is that I want to feel more energized because I haven't been sleeping properly because, I don't know, I'm going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry, you're not a candidate. Right, right. Fix your life first. Sort out your divorce, for example. You already mentioned me at least one or two factors that are destroying your life or your health in this case. Those are completely out of my hands. Yes. Once you sort them out, I can gladly accept you because mm -hmm. those are very important. Stress, lots of people take stress for granted. They think that it's a natural way of living. And stress is something that actually affects even methylation of cells. Yes. So if you don't take care of something as, let's call it easy as stress, even if it's the slightest, yes. you are not going to be a candidate mm -hmm. because I don't want you to come here for a treatment that is going to be a patch. Mm -hmm. I want you to come here for treatment for something that is going to make a difference in your life. Right. So once we address expectations and once we discuss how the patient is living, how the patient is doing, habits. Yes. If you're not willing to give up smoking, you're not a patient. No, no. Right? Because the smoke dehydrates and affects the cell function. Gotcha. So this, this evaluation that I have with our patients over the phone in order to pinpoint how we can help them maybe discuss potential improvements, addressing expectations. Once again, nobody is saying that the stem cell is going to be a fix. Stem right. cell is immediate. It's, it's a way to work in conjunction with different therapies or actions that you are doing for yourself. So when somebody's interested, they don't actually have to fly here first. No. They can actually do an assessment online? Right, right. And you said that they can do like a Skype or Zoom call or something? Skype, Zoom, Hangout. Well, Hangout is going up, but yeah. uh, <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, or even the phone. Right. So they can do a phone call or uh, interview right. prior to even prior. To making the decision to find out if this is... Because obviously you don't want the wrong clientele. No, I don't wonder. Maybe not the wrong clientele on my behalf. Well, the I don't want them to feel persuaded to do something that maybe during the conversation they realize they don't want to do at least yet. Right. Or it may not be appropriate because they have other issues that exactly. maybe... Or maybe they have the wrong expectation. Very least, important. Yes. If they have the wrong expectation, I'd rather come clean and say, this is something that we cannot achieve. At right. Least not yet. Yes. I mean, technology is taking huge leaps, but if it's something that cannot be achieved, right. you can rest assured that I'm going to tell you that. So the process for an adult who's doing anti-aging, and this applies to autoimmune as well. Is it yes. a similar protocol in terms of treatment? Autoimmune, the differences in the protocol relies on the type of condition that we are dealing with. For example, multiple sclerosis, MS, okay. they will benefit from the IV infusion of the cells. Oh, that's good. Plus, with that set of patients, we also perform intratecal infusion of okay. the cells, especially because the majority of the problem of the multiple sclerosis relies on the brain. It's not the malfunction of the brain, but the miscommunication because the MS tends to, to corrode or to destroy the Schwann cells. Yeah. The, the myelin sheet, etc., etc. Yeah. So we try to work with both approaches. Wow! So people with MS could uh, benefit from. What other autoimmune conditions have you uh, worked rheumatoid with? Arthritis. What is it? Rheumatoid arthritis. Rheumatoid. Yes. Ah, rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, not so long ago, about maybe three months ago, I had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis patient, 14 years of age, and actually, two well, last week I received a message from the family, showing off that he's returning from this summer camps. Uh -huh. And uh, he was hopping in a bike, maybe five to 10 mile rides uh -huh. every day during the time of the summer camp. 
in the picture that they show me, he seems to be taller than his mom now. Oh, so it's, I'm glad, I mean, from the human perspective, I love those results, not because it's our protocol or our treatment or anything like that. I'm genuinely glad for this kid because he is doing teenager stuff. Yeah. It's not someone that has to be encaged at home playing video games because he cannot do anything because the condition is limited. Ah, I got you. That's what we're trying to achieve in this type of patients, for example. So MS, you've seen great results. Rheumatoid arthritis. Yes. Any other? Another one which is not that common. Okay. it's lupus. Lupus? Lupus. Oh, that's actually pretty it's, common. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's not that common as a request. Ah, uh, yes. Because lupus oh, okay. is one of those conditions that if it's diagnosed early and if treated early, you can control it fairly okay. Right. However, patients with lupus that have been here is because their stage is almost reaching neurolupus. So uh, in that matter, they can actually improve up to a certain point, with, but with such an advanced stage of an autoimmune condition, the main objective will be to slow down, maybe stopping perhaps the progression of the condition, but it's not like you are taking it some steps back or anything like that. Okay, so it, once it it's gets to a point, there's nowhere. Exactly, yeah, it's mostly like providing quality of life. Does it help with the pains? Yes. Sorry to interrupt the show. If you want to add exosomes to your practice and would like some guidance, text the letter X to 561-962-1231. Again, that's 561-962-1231. On with the show. How long do the symptoms resolve or how can, you know? Depending on how aggressive the condition may be. Yeah. For example, this kid that I'm telling you, in by the following weekend, he was already running and jumping in the bike. Okay. Right. So it stops. So it usually the results is pretty substantial maybe within the first week or perhaps quicker. And there are some cases in which very important to mention if the patient, especially autoimmune patients, are not under control or it's a type of patient that you know that rheumatoid medication it's very aggressive yeah. has some very common side effects and it's, not, it's pointless to mention them but every type of rheumatoid medication has some sort of nasty side effect yes and when people is experiencing those side effects is when they stop the medication by their own decision, not by the physician's decision. Mm -hmm. And those changes alone are going to disrupt the immune system. Mm. So if obviously the definition of an autoimmune is when your immune system gets upset is when the symptoms will arise. Gotcha. Right. So I'm sorry to say this, but the worst autoimmune patient that can have the stem cell treatment is the patient that does not respect or follow a autoimmune treatment. Got it. Because literally they are playing with their immune system and they are trying to fine tune the immune system based on how they're feeling without the knowledge of how the medication works. Yes. Needless to say the cells and there is a potential for them to lose their physician mm. because the physician also needs to protect themselves by protecting the patient. And if the patient doesn't want to protect themselves, yeah. then relation patient versus doctor is going to be they're not broken. A bad, they're not a good patient. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't qualify for, right. I got you. Very interesting. So how often does somebody come for this type of procedure or what's the recommendation for this? Recommendation for anti-aging, yes. the optimal recipe would be around every six months. Every six months. Would take. On average, they are coming around every year. 
So on average, and so at least a yearly, but obviously yeah. if they need more anti-aging, yeah. it's uh, six the, months. The, the ones that are very religious with their treatment, let's yes. say, yes. it's every year. Even they remind us. That yeah, they're, like, right. they're like ready to come back. Us reminding them. Okay. And with autoimmune conditions, it varies maybe between the 10-month mark mm-hmm. to maybe the year and a half, depending on how they are feeling. Got it. Mostly MS patients because they are the ones that can actually experience slightly more impressive results because dropping a fluid or dragging it or lack of energy Mm -hmm. is not the same versus a rheumatoid arthritis patient because they can complain of pain only, Mm -hmm. but they can still move. Gotcha. Right? So either way, if they're going to feel freedom, I think that that's huge. Got it. And so these procedures run about 20 grand-ish in that vicinity. And all my listeners, by the way, you guys get a $1,000 discount. So just mention the podcast when you call. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to be notified of all new episodes. And also like and share this to help us grow. To find out more about this speaker, become a speaker on our show, to have Dr. Carter present at your event or podcast, learn more about coaching, consulting, tissue allographs, exosomes, supplements, legal help, or how to create a million-dollar business card to dominate your local area, we're here to help you. Just text your name and your question to 561-962-1231. Write that down. That's 561-962-1231. Or you can go to our website at drrosscarter.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R.com to learn more. Until next time, this is Dr. Ross Carter signing off. Signing off.